This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, November 11th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Transportation will be a big issue in 2011 in Congress. As a GOP-controlled House takes up the issue, what's on the table, what's off the table? Will Congress shrink or devolve any federal transportation spending? Cato Institute Senior Fellow Randall O'Toole, author of the Cato book Gridlock, discusses some of what we can expect next year. A newly invigorated majority is coming into the House. It's a GOP majority. They have uh, hammered away on spending. How does this affect transportation funding? Well, it just so happens that in 2011, Congress is going to take up transportation spending for the next six years. They passed a bill for every six years to authorize spending, and uh, the bills for the passed in the last four times have uh, all had huge increases in spending. They've had huge increases in subsidies to transit and uh, particularly rail transit. And so the question is, is this Congress going to follow that course and and squeeze funding for highways and its highway user fees that are paying for all this and spending more on transit? Or is this Congress going to switch course and, and dedicate user fees to the forms of transportation that are collecting those uses which means transit fares should pay for transit and highway user fees should pay for highways. So uh, the amazing thing is, although Republicans are taking over the House, the chairman of the House Transportation Committee has a history of supporting diverting highway user fees for uh, rail transit, commuter rail, light rail in Tampa, light rail in Orlando. Uh, This is Representative John Micah from Florida. Uh, He also has been a big supporter of high-speed rail in Florida. Uh, but uh, he seems to be uh, backtracking. He's now saying uh, he's in, in, against earmarking. He's now saying he's against. He's not certain that high-speed rail really makes sense in Florida anymore. And uh, maybe we ought to stay within our budgets and, and spend what we have instead of borrowing a lot of money, which is what uh, the previous secretary or, uh, chairman of the House Transportation Committee had wanted to do. And as ranking minority member, John Micah had given token support for that. President Obama had a pretty ambitious plan to have high-speed rail running all over the United States. Uh, how does this new GOP majority impact uh, those plans, and uh, did those plans really have any currency to begin with? Well, the, they had about 10 or $12 billion worth of currency because that's how much money they've given out for high-speed rail. That's not enough money to build a high-speed rail anywhere except for on very short distances. They, they gave out almost enough money to build a high-speed rail line on an 80-mile route from Tampa to Orlando. Now, I don't really know if anybody cares if they can go a little bit faster for 80 miles. But uh, they didn't give out any uh, anywhere near enough money for high-speed rail in California uh, or uh uh, high, true high-speed rail anywhere else in the country. So the problem is, uh, except for stimulus money, which of course is money borrowed, uh, President Obama has not suggested where we're going to get any money for high-speed rail. Uh, he has suggested he does not want to increase gas taxes. He is not suggested it, but uh, uh, he was not enthused about the previous uh, House Transportation Committee proposal to spend $500 billion, which is about uh, 60 to 80 percent more than they were taking in in gas taxes, spend $500 billion on high-speed rail, rail transit, and all kinds of other transportation projects. So uh, 
where the high-speed rail advocates right now are in a tough spot. There's no support for it uh, in among many members of the House. There's uh, no money for it. And so uh, it's going to be hard to continue with their high-speed rail dreams. That doesn't mean they're not going to. They're still going to push it. Now, when a lot of people in the U.S. say high-speed rail, they're not actually referring to what people in Asia and Europe would refer to as high-speed rail. Well, we would call a bullet train, a train going 150 to 220 miles an hour or more at top speed, is what uh, they have in Japan and France. But the Obama proposal was only to have true high-speed trains in California and Florida. Everywhere else, it was supposed to be what I would call a moderate-speed train, 90 to 110 miles an hour top speed, average speed of just 60 to 70 miles an hour. However, Secretary of Transportation Ray LaHood uh, recently announced that he expected in the next two decades or so we would build a true high-speed rail network throughout the country, and he estimated it would cost a half a trillion dollars. He, of course, provided no uh, explanation of where that money would come from either. That half a trillion dollars, of course, is just the capital cost. Uh, the federal government is saying that they expect the states to spend 20% of the capital costs and 100% of the operating costs, which will be in the tens of billions of dollars each year. So if a state wants high-speed rail, they're going to have to pony up a lot of money, not just up front, but year after year after year. A lot of cities have put together ambitious plans that have been shelved to build transit systems that are light rail um, among um, various cities have, have done them. Most of them have been shelved, but they're ready to go <laughs> when uh, they suspect, I think, some federal funding is coming back. Uh, how likely is that? Well, it, it doesn't seem likely at the moment. Uh, the, historically, over the past few years, the federal government has provided about $10 billion a year for new rail projects, 6 to $10 billion. And that's enough money to uh, have a couple of new rail projects in, in a couple of cities every year. So uh, Norfolk, Virginia is getting one. Phoenix just finished one. Austin has one. Uh, so we're seeing city after city uh, either with dreams or with, have broken ground on a, a new project with, with the anticipation of getting federal funds. Uh, how much longer is that going to continue? It's, that's the big question. Is, is the Republican Congress going to stop that? Uh, is the Obama administration going to push really, really hard for it? We have Secretary of Transportation Ray LaHood saying he wants everybody to have a streetcar. We have Federal Transit Administration Administrator Peter Rogoff saying, hey, transit agencies, paint is cheaper, cheaper than trains. Paint your bus as a special color and you can attract as many new riders as you can if you build some really expensive trains. So why build the trains? And so even within the administration, we have seem to have two different viewpoints, and yet the Federal Transit Administration continues to give out billion-dollar grants for building high-speed rail, or building light rail and commuter rail. Randall O'Toole is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and author of the book Gridlock. You can get your copy at cato.org.